I have grease everywhere. I have it all over my hands and it's all over the table. Yeah. What is that? What, what uh, is going on was, here? That was a delicious pizza. And this, okay, so there, this is that, this is one of these national pizza chains. We go pick it up, but uh, I'm just annoyed from, from this experience. The pizza is delicious, but they had this um, online special, a pizza, any pizza, $7.99. And I order it and they charge me, you know, $9.99. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They the, the they added two dollars uh, to my to my pizza for what? <laughs> I w- wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they wow. ordered uh, they uh, added two dollars to my order. So I think that's worth a call. I don't know. I'm one of those customers that go away quietly. I don't really put up that much of a fuss. Are you like that? Yeah, not really. I just, I mean. If it's something that really bothers me, I might, but you know, I kind of look at it as like, if I go online and like leave a Yelp review or something like does, you know, is it really going to matter? I'm not sure. I yeah. Just, you know. I think working in retail, you know, for a long time has sensitized me to the way people act when people feel like that they've been wronged and, you know, they come in to the store ready for war. Oh yeah. my. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I usually find myself sticking up for the retailer, especially the people that work there, because, you know, they're just doing what they're told to do. And from my vantage point, every problem has a solution. Um, and normally, I think if you do have a problem, you know, if you got wronged at a store, I think it's pretty easy to get it fixed. But there is one thing that complicates you you getting you know getting your problem solved and what's that <laughs> well I, it's it's you you know or not yeah. you it's it's <laughs> the person if if you know okay you're mad if you want to express how mad you are i don't know you can't in my opinion you usually can't get both if you want your money back you know if you want made whole or if you want to blow off steam i think you can have one or the other um, if I, it just seems like, you know, the retailers are trained when people come in and they're reasonable about it, you can get what you want. But when people come in, you know, spitting and cussing and screaming and throwing yeah. fits, you know, that's, I think it's only reasonable for people, you know, the battle lines are drawn and now it becomes, it becomes a negotiation piece. Right. Because then yeah. it's down to, you know, is this person doing this just, you know, nothing was wrong with their order. They're just doing it to make a stink about something that happened in their day that it was bad. And now they're, you're, they're venting on that customer service person or, you know, they're yeah. trying to just get something for nothing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I cannot think of the last time I've, I don't know what the right word is, thrown a fit, you know, or vented in a retail establishment, either fast food or a, you know, a convenience store or anything like that. I have always found you know, if, if you were charged wrong or if something was wrong or something was broke, I have always found it easy to get what you want. And maybe that's because of the way you approach things. Yes, I would agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when I was working my way through college, I was an auto mechanic and I was an auto mechanic at a Sears auto center. I was there for like seven years. That was my first experience. And I had seen some of the worst behavior out of adults. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if it's because of cars, you know, or what, but, oh my gosh, some of these people are just rude. Yeah. And yeah. And then, and they want their money back. Yes. Um, they want it all. They want everything. Uh -huh. yeah. And yeah, I've, I've seen the same thing. Like, you know, in line at like a drive through and it's taking longer than expected. And the person in front of you, you can tell they're just, you know, impatient. They get up to the window and they just start yelling at the people about how long they made them wait for their yeah. food. <laughs> you know, and, and, and yeah. it's, you know, it's no consideration on the fact that maybe they're understaffed that day or maybe something was going on. You know, just nothing else matters except that person. They felt that they were wrong because whatever you know, it's just, yeah. it's funny. <laughs> and that's where I think I've become so hypersensitive now because, you know, I've been in there and I know that stores and have good days and bad days. And just sometimes things just don't work right. And I've gone into like restaurants before, you know, like McDonald's or Burger King, wherever. And you just get the sense that something, you know, this is going to be a bad day. There's, you know, there's a long <laughs> line. I just turn around and leave and just go somewhere else. Yep. Know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> seems like the older I've gotten, the more uh, resistant to confrontation I've become. And that's where I am coming about this pizza here is I go away quietly, you know, okay, go ahead and charge me $2 extra. But I, I, <laughs> this is going to be the most expensive $2 that you've ever, ex you know, snuck a fee in on someone because you will never see me again in your restaurant. You know, there you go. Yep. And I'll, and I'll tell as many people as I can what you guys have done. It just, it's just dishonest. You know, it's like right. with firewood too, you know, with deliveries and all, if you order a quarter cord, you get a quarter cord. Yes. If you order seasoned firewood, you get seasoned firewood, you know? And I don't know. I've gotten, I think two legitimate complaints and my policy is there's no complaining. I will fix whatever it is that you need. And I don't care if I think they're wrong or not. It doesn't matter. You know, I will take care of the customer's issue. Yes. That. Yeah. So the, so the great tasting pizza actually left a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. Day here, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is interesting it, to think about like how it relates to firewood, you know, and, and customer, whatever the complaints they have, I think with firewood, it's, it's pretty easy to fix and solve. I don't know, just from my, I mean, I haven't had very many unhappy customers, not that I'm bragging or anything, but you know, they come to the stand, they pick up the wood, they go, they burn it, you know, no one's uh -huh. ever like come back and demanded more wood because, you know. Dan, what would you do if a customer just came back to you and had a complaint about the firewood? I would just, you know, ask what the complaint was, and then I would probably just, you know, give them the equal amount of wood they had and just give it to them for nothing. Just say, all right, if you weren't happy with the wood that you picked up, here is some wood that I know is ready to go. Take this and see how it works. Yeah, I see it the same way. I mean, how much is a stick of firewood worth to you? Right. You know, when you get to the end of the day and... You know, I don't know. I just see it as an opportunity to be exceptional and you go for it. 
my most recent one, I delivered firewood to a guy and it had a bunch of walnut in it and it looked great, but he said it, he didn't like the way it smelled. And he has a bunch of neighbors that he's sensitive to. He said it just smelled awful. Oh. I'm serious. I just loaded <laughs> up. I loaded up a, 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 you know, I replaced every single stick of that with ash and, nice. and he was happy and he think and he thinks I'm awesome. And I yeah. took the walnut home and, you know, it'll just, I'll just mix it in with other orders. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think I think it's pretty easy in the firewood business to satisfy unhappy customers. But again, depending on their complaint, you know, because you can mm-hmm. always if I mean, I always think of like probably the most common complaint would be they didn't get the amount that they were promised, which in that case, you just take them more and you give them what they think they were shorted. Yeah. Quantity. The complaints that I hear <laughs> of customers complaining about other firewood guys is they don't, they never showed up. Yep. <laughs> you know, they never yep. showed up at all. <laughs> they didn't show up late. They didn't show up at all. I hear that all the time. Uh, and then from there it goes downhill, you know, with quality. Quantity. You know, it was, yep. yeah, mud, mushrooms. I told you before the lady caught the guy peeing in her front yard. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, I mean, you can mm-hmm. you can easily go over to the passenger side of your truck and make it look like you're rummaging through a toolbox and relieve yourself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it just seems like with firewood, though, people, uh, I think people get focused and hung up on the production of, and then they forget to realize that it. It, you know, firewood is a, is a service industry, right? You know, even, even if people are picking it up, it's a service, you're providing a service. And I think people just ignore that part and they are more focused on themselves. And that's what, you know, where I've talked before about the difference between a hobby and a business is, you know, the hobby makes sense to you. Yep. The business should make sense to your customer. And I just see a lot of like firewood deliveries where, you know, it, it's, it's about, the person delivering the wood, you know, about, I will bring what the quantity that I want to bring, or, you know, I'm not bringing it. I'll bring it on the day that I can bring it, or I'm not going to bring it. Yep. I'll bring you, know, you the I, size splits that I split and that's what you're going to get. You know? Yeah. And, and dare not <laughs> complain. No, <laughs> <laughs> this is the way I split it. And this is the way you're getting it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I see that still though, in service industries, you know, there is, there's this other pizza parlor in town. <laughs> I, all my, I had this one friend, whenever you'd ask him directions to a place, you know, he'd say, well, you go down to the Kentucky Fried Chicken and turn right. You, you turn <laughs> left at the Burger King. And then uh, <laughs> when you get to the Dairy Queen, it's like two, two doors down from that. But <laughs> like, it's my customer service stories here about restaurants. There is this other pizza parlor in town. And I love their pizza. But when I call them, you know, they don't, they don't say, hi, how you doing? You know, it's like they, they answer it, pick up or delivery, you know, what is your name and what would you like to order? Yep. <laughs> you know, and I mean, I don't want them to read me war and peace, but you know, they are just so process oriented that it's yeah. like they lose track of the customer service. And then 
they they seem to be so process oriented that when you get your pizza and you lift the lid each slice of pizza has three pieces of pepperoni on each one (laughs) (laughs) i guess you can look at that either way you know it's like well they're making sure you get but it just seems contrived i don't know you know like they're 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 counting they're bean counting. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you know, the the accountants are in charge of the business, not <laughs> the operators. You know that are f- focused on customer service. I heard one time from a uh, a contractor who did landscaping that one of his rules for him and his crew was each day they arrived on site they had a twenty minute rule, and the twenty minute rule was whenever the opportunity presented itself to spend twenty minutes with the customer just talking. And getting to know them and seeing how their day was and if they were happy with the job. So, you know, just just talking, just having a conversation instead of just showing up, doing your job and leaving, you know. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And I think that's ultimately what people want, you know, especially anymore with maybe contracting is different. But like with retailing, (laughs) if you've if you haven't been alive for like the last 40 years. All of the retailers are all the same, you know, all of their stores look exactly the same. Yep. They all sell the exact same products. And, you know, the difference is, you know, the way you're treated as a customer. Right. And, um, you know, that's just the way it is in a lot of places. You know, you can tell where their emphasis is on how to do business. You know, is it, (laughs) here's another restaurant analogy for us. We had this barbecue place that opened up in town and uh, their food was really good. But when you would go in there and order, they had the counter that the chef, the cook stood behind. You'd order your food. You know, the lady would turn around and say, you know, the, the pork sandwich. And they would put this lump of pork on a scale. And then... (laughs) And then serious, the guy would have his tongs and he would just start picking up a little flake of meat and take it off of the scale and keep doing that. And it's like, my gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they are that concerned about the cost of goods that they are just literally removing a flake of meat from a sandwich right in front yeah. of the customer, too. You know, and it's just... Yeah. And then you go to some restaurants, you know, and they, I mean, they just heap your plate, you know, with French fries or whatever it is, where you can get that sense that this is a family diner. You know, they care about you and they want you to have right. an, an abundance. Yes. And there's some, then there are some places that they're polishing their pennies. <laughs> <laughs> it's always great to feel like you're getting more than what you paid for. You know, that sense of you're getting a better deal is something that, you know, I think yeah. everyone loves that feeling. Yeah. And, or that sick feeling you get watching them pick, you know, literally yeah, <laughs> a minuscule amount of meat off of an order so that it weighs properly. Right. It's like <laughs> when I used to go out, you know, and have a, have a drink somewhere and you go to the small town bars and the bartenders would all just, you know, kind of pour right into your glass. And then you go to like, Applebee's and they have a, an electronic measuring device <laughs> on the end of their bottles to make sure you get exactly one ounce of yeah. liquor per drink. <laughs> yeah. It's just, oh my goodness. I had heard, this was a long time ago. It was like one of the airlines 
had done a study on their in-cabin food service, you know, that if they were yeah. to remove like two olives from each salad that they serve in a year, it would save the company, you know, like $600,000, <laughs> you know, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like the world is a better place until the bean counters get involved, you know? Yep. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. And I guess that's the challenge being self-employed is that, you know, usually the owner is responsible for customer service and for balancing the books. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I've, I've actually started doing, uh, anytime I see someone getting firewood from the roadside stand, like I will make it a point to go down there and just, you know, talk a little bit, find out what they're doing with the, you know, are they leaving town? Are they just having a party? And I think, you know, that's what really helps establish like a customer base. And then, like you said, just giving a little bit more, like I'll, I'll fill up a bin and if I have a piece or two, I'll put it on the front, like little lip of the bin. So it looks like the bin is overflowing. Oh, uh-huh. goes up, it goes, you know, 10 times people are happier pulling out that wood, you know, Oh, I got a couple of extra mm-hmm. pieces. <laughs> yeah. I, so I believe in customer service, but you know, I don't, I don't believe in giving extra though. <laughs> and it's not because I'm a, it's not because I'm a bean counter at all. I, it's, this is just learning from experience. You know, I did that one time and then I delivered again and they're asking, did I get the correct amount? Oh. You know, like as if I shorted them and you know, the answer is no, you got exactly what you got before. Uh, you know, that was cause, oh shoot. Cause I had extra leftover in my truck and I gave it to them. <laughs> you know, it was like the same one of the first lessons I learned about discounts too. <laughs> and I don't want to sound like a miser here because I'm not, but I don't, I don't do discounts. You know, the price is the price. Yep. So when I first started doing this, this was early on, I got this call in the middle of March and it was from a, this very nice elderly lady just across the lake. And she needed just a little bit of wood to get her through, you know, the colder times of the night. So I says, okay, I had um, some wood that was in my way and I just needed to get it gone. So I packed it up and took it over to her and just charged her very little for it. And she was just so pleased. Well, then you know, she <laughs> called me that she called me the next year and she ordered firewood and I completely forgot about all this. And I just gave her her wood and gave her the bill and she about had a she just about passed out. She's like, I can't afford this. This is too expensive. You know, she goes, you charged me such and such last year. I was like, Oh, oh no. <laughs> Lesson learned, you know? Yeah. So I guess if you do give a discount, if it was a special situation, I would tell them now, you know, so yeah. it doesn't happen again. But now to this day, I still, she calls me every year and I still give her that price. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I consider that I was paying for my paying for my lesson. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Yeah. No discounts. I should do a, I should do a YouTube video on discounting firewood. Yeah. My video would be like 10 seconds long. I would just say there are no discounts. <laughs> <laughs> this is value added, not value subtracted. For you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ohio wood burner is not a nonprofit organization. Right. As long as I can do something about it. <laughs> yeah, there. That's that's the uh, 
the one thing, um, you know, when you think about firewood, like you said, there's the quality, the quantity, the showing up on time. But one other interesting thing that's uh, kind of come up with the, I guess, social media and all the online ordering of things is that there's actually people who will advertise online that they have firewood for sale and then they require like a down payment to be uh, paid ahead of time, but then they never show up, like you said. So uh, there's actually um, a, a growing, I guess, scammer, uh, scammer uh, presence in the firewood community online. Jeez, yeah, I was gonna say I can sum that business model up in two words: rip off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and here's the other funny thing: they actually create Facebook pages and they use images from other uh, Facebook pages or Instagram accounts. So, for example. All of the, well, most of the pictures from my Instagram account are on a numerous number of sites claiming to sell firewood on Facebook. Yeah, I have seen them. <laughs> I have seen them. So I think they using... pick you because you're such an attractive man. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know. <laughs> but so be aware if anyone out there has anyone or knows anyone that wants to order firewood offline, do not pay a down payment. And if you got this off of Facebook, Double check your sources. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is, yeah, that's just amazing that people put that much effort into stealing. Yeah. You know, and you could put that same amount of effort into, you know, building an exceptional home-based business. Right. You know, yeah, it's pretty frustrating. And then the only thing it does is it just gives those honest people in Firewood even more, a harder time to, you know, get, the it just gives everybody a bad name. Yeah, that was also one of the reasons why I decided to become a legitimate business, you know, was, you know, there are a lot of people out there just sell it, you know, for side money anyways, but I wanted to distinguish myself around that and have that level of trust. And I think that's why I hold myself to such high standards. You know, if there's a problem, you know, I'm like, I'm like vanilla ice, you know, if you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it. <laughs> <laughs> Word to your mother. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> now all I need is a 5.0 to deliver my Yeah, rolling, uh -huh. rolling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's, it's um, I guess firewood is one of those, like you said, it's, it is the, you need to think of it as a customer service based industry. I agree. It's, it's something that if you put that, uh, level of attention and detail into it, I think it only reaps higher and better rewards in the end. Yeah, I agree. There is, I, I'm going to suspect too, I think anyone that gets into business, I think after you are in it for a very short amount of time, a little light goes off inside your head where you think, you know, it just doesn't, it didn't have to be firewood. You know, yeah. I could have done, I could have done this selling computers, you know, or or organic chicken um, when you look at it as a service that you're providing a customer a value or a customer service it doesn't matter what you're selling you know you still got to learn your industry obviously but uh, that was the thing for me was it just didn't have to be didn't have to be firewood but i chose firewood and by golly i'm gonna i'm gonna be dynamite at it yeah, yeah. So the one thing that is interesting to see is how people like online social media presence will will complain that, you know, 
they'll say, well, firewood, you don't, it's, it's a lot of work. You get what you get. You know, it's, they don't want to put any effort in it. They're always looking for ways to like scale back um, and make things easier and more efficient. And then in that efficiency loss, I think you lose quality, but they don't see the quality loss there. You know, there's like, well, this is the way I'm, I'm going to do it. That's the bottom line. But right. then the next day you'll see them posting and complaining about how something has been reduced in some other product that they buy and they complain that the quality sucks and these people are just <laughs> trying to save money and they're not putting the effort into it that they used to. <laughs> you know? so, yeah. Like they can't see the correlation between what they're doing and what they're complaining about. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> you see, Dan, we can solve all the world's problems with firewood. I know. It's amazing what you yeah. can, you know, when you start breaking it down and just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crazy. But I, I see that, though, the way people look at firewood and people that say, I want to start a firewood business. What do they immediately start talking about? You know, what saw should I have? What splitter can I have? They don't ever talk about where am I going to find my customers? What's my delivery model going to be like? Right. You know, am I going to have a money back guarantee? Right. You, you don't, they, that's never, ever discussed. Nope. And then they show up at the person's house to deliver the wood. Then they step out of the truck and they say, where do you want it? <laughs> <laughs> where should I yeah. dump it? You know, where do I go to the bathroom? Yeah. Here you go. Hand me my money. I'm out of here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've heard, you know, just, I, I need to do, <laughs> I need to ask people if they let me record these stories because they're hilarious, you know, about the guys that, you know, the people showing up drunk and, you know, showing their truck just, just dumped oil all over their brand new driveway and mud and just whatever it is in their, in their firewood order, anything other than <laughs> firewood. <laughs> and yeah. And then if, if that customer like points something out, you know, the people are just like, well, that's the way it is. You know, that's how the delivery yeah. is. Sorry. Yeah, or they just don't return the call, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, Dan. Well, I think when you and me had sat down here yeah. and I was cleaning all this grease off the table. When uh, I, You mean when I showed up late and didn't get to have any of your lunch because you ate yeah. the whole pizza without me? You know, <laughs> to our listeners out there, Dan and I, when we talk, we'll, you know, we, we'll have a topic sometimes, but then the there other times where we're just shooting the breeze about whatever comes up and we always say, Oh, we should have recorded that. Cause that'd have been a great podcast. And <laughs> I think that was probably the spirit of this, you know, all it took was this one bad pizza <laughs> uh, to get us off talking and how it relates to firewood. So I yeah. hope that uh, you guys found this entertaining as we did. Yeah, I, I found it entertaining. I mean, all these uh, bullet points and notes that I studied on the flight down here, I just uh, get, guess I'll just throw those away and, you know, <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think that's what actually gives, um, I, get, I think that's some of the appeal to this podcast is just that it's not necessarily always just a scripted conversation that we want to, you know, throw out there for you to listen to. Like we're just, we're hanging out and just talking and yeah. it always relates to firewood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I hope that everyone enjoyed this discussion, Dan, and I think it was great seeing you again, and uh, 
I can't wait to do it next week. Yes. Hopefully I'll get here early before lunch and maybe I can, you know, see what's, what's on the menu next week. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we should start the music and yeah. I'll run upstairs and get some paper towels. Sounds good. Thanks again, everyone. Appreciate all you Woodhounds tuning in to the Woodhounds podcast here on any, whatever platform you're listening to. We appreciate it. And I want to wish all of our Woodhounds out there in the podcast universe a great, be cool, kind of day. <laughs> <laughs>